edition of Learning the Internet. My name is Tuck, and I am your host for this here podcast. Uh, I'm joined by my partner in crime. Uh, dang it, I was not supposed to admit that, uh, but I guess it's out there now. My fellow felon, Thurston. How you doing, old buddy? Well, I reckon I'm doing okay, and I'm also going to pretend like this is the first time we actually tried this. Well, as you know, we are podcast professionals, so this is definitely the first time that we're doing this. Uh, and this is Learning the Internet, a Sweet Tea Boys production, our own personal internet guide for dummies. You know, Thurston and I are just two uh, country bumpkins from Krillsboro, and we recently discovered this dang newfangled idea called the internet. So each week we'll be bringing on experts on uh, different aspects of the internet to teach us all ab- about all of the things we've been missing. And uh, today our guest is Mr. Kyle Burchett. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at King underscore Kizzle. And uh, he's going to teach us about communication in the digital age. How you doing, Mr. Kyle? I'm great. I'm ready to communicate uh, on the finest of communications, <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> As you can tell from that flowery language, this dude knows all about communication. Um, but before we get into it, I think, Thurston, you got a a uh, interesting tale from your own life. Is that right? Well, I had a bit of a quandary this week, and I, we might have finally figured it out, but it's been a bit of trouble. I thought I might ask the podcast in the world they could help me out. So, you know, we're trying here to learn about the internet, right? Me and you and Tuck? Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, All we're trying to me. learn. Right, we're trying to learn about the internet. So I thought it'd probably make some sense if I actually bought me some internet package at the house. So I ain't got to be running up to the public library every couple of days trying to hop on here and see what I can get into and find out on this crazy thing. So here's the thing I did. I, I, I call the folk. I bring them in. They give me these couple little boxes, and they got all these little lights on and be flickering and carrying on. And they talk about how it's going to change my life, and I can do all this communicating and all this uh, seeing and reading and learning. And then when they leave... Well, Dad Bernard, I can't find it nowhere. I've got this Wi-Fi, which they tell me that's the correct pronunciation. I kind of asked them several times. They promised it's true. I got this Wi-Fi in my house. supposed to be opening up this whole new digital world for me, and I can't find it. I went down in the cellar. It wasn't there. I went out to the outhouse. It wasn't there neither. I even sat and stared at my kitchen mirror for a Dad Burn hour, hoping it would just pop up like one of them horror flicks, and there it'd be. Nothing to it. So I'm wondering, where the heck is it? Could someone help a guy out? So you got two wifeys now? No, no. Well, that ain't what I meant to buy, Dad Burn. I had the one, but do you, re- you reckon I got another? I can't find her? Uh, I don't know. Let's, let, let's uh, turn to our communication expert and Kyle. You got them both plugged in? Well, there's flickering lights. Have you got the router into the Wi-Fi? Oh, Dad, burn it. What words was them? <laughs> we'll learn about that later. Yeah, we're we should have started. We should have started back at the very beginning on this internet. You yeah, say first that show should have just been internet. Like, how <laughs> do you plug Twitter. it in? <laughs> and okay, we'll get there. About episode thirty-nine will be called internet. Now, and the show will be lot- over. At the library, there's people with them smartphones, and I'm sitting at a computer. So that's kind of an important part of this, too. 
Are you asking or is that a statement? No, I'm asking. Did I not rise up the end of my sentence enough? <laughs> well, uh, I wish I could help you out there. Uh, but I, I'm using a computer right now, and that's how I do all my Googling and binging and Ask Steven. Okay, because okay, I'm computering at the library, so I reckon that's a big part of it. I'll get me one of them, too, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, just check in, back in with us on that one. All but, right, uh, I'll let you know. So I, I do have a very important announcement to make before we get into it. Uh, we did it. You know, we got our very first five-star review for the uh, for the new format, uh, Judy Cat RN gave us five stars and wrote, um, "After two podcast episodes, I feel I have learned the internet okay so far. Hopefully, if I listen to more, I will be a professional. I owe it all to the Sweet Tea Boys." So that's that's a new uh, segment we were uh, teasing last week. If you give us five star review, uh, we will read it on the air. And shout out your uh, Apple username, uh, but also we promise to berate and humiliate it. Um, so Thurston, uh, you know we promise these people about the berating and the humiliating. Uh, so let them have it. What you got? Well, I got, what you got? I gotta Judy tell you, Cat RN. Right, Judy Cat RN. I feel kind of bad. You know, they leave us these flowery, glowing words, and then we got to berate. But I mean, and also. I kind of like kittens. They're they're cool. I like them. They're all right as long as they, you know, poop where they ought to. And this Judy cat, I reckon their spelling ain't so good. It's a cat, I'm guessing, by the name of Judy, who's learned how to type a little bit. And that's pretty good. I mean, I wish I could get there, but this cat's got it figured out. And so this cat, that the RN, I reckon, means real needy, which lets me know this cat's very self-aware. So to... To sit and berate such a friendly little kitty cat that's trying to leave us good reviews and listen to our pod ain't real good, ain't real nice of us. But I'll say, sometimes cats stink a little bit. Their breath's a little <laughs> bit like fishy, even when they ain't eating the fishy. So what I'm going to say to Judy Cat is probably need to, to brush brush. If you, your owner there, whoever it is you live with, uh, don't brush your teethers. I'd, uh, you know, get on that. Just like that famous song, Stinky Cat. Yeah, yeah, I reckon I've heard of that one. All right, so we've talked about ourselves quite a lot here at the beginning of the episode, so let, we'll move on. Um, we'll, I did misspeak. Cats uh, are the owners. I forget that all the time. So whoever it is lives with you that lives by your beck and call and does everything you want them to do and – who basically is your servant. That is who I'm talking about. That Sorry about that. I might have confused him. Right, that's fine. I mean, this is the internet. All kinds of confusing stuff happens. That's or at least true. that's my experience so far. But, right uh, on. you know, let's let's get into uh, to, into Kyle's story here. So our, our mute producer, Teddy, is in charge of booking our guests. So I'm not too familiar with our guest today. But I assume he has a Ph.D. in communication. Is that correct, Kyle? Uh, something like that, yes. Okay, so uh, you know, let let's just get into your history with the internet, um, and and take me back, Kyle. You know, you're a young man. The world's at your fingertips. You know, you're just like me and Thurston. You're a simple country bumpkin who don't know nothing about the internet, or at least I assume. 
tell, tell me about how you got into the web. And First thing I remember doing on the web would be downloading songs on Napster. See, we got the computer hooked up, and then uh, uh, I heard about Napster. My cousin came over and downloaded it. So the first song I ever downloaded, I'm, I'm sure you all love it, is uh, Slim Shady, The Real Slim Shady by uh, Eminem. And we started the download, and about two weeks later, it finished, and I couldn't, uh, I couldn't wait to listen to it. I remember doing that. I remember playing some flash games on uh, on Nickelodeon.com in, in the in the earliest days, uh, all while I'm listening to. The well, what, what's a what's a flash game, and what are some of the flash games you were playing? Oh, it's 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 a real simple, just just internet game, two uh, D if you know if you know what that is, just. Uh, running some monster trucks over some rocks and, <laughs> and stuff like that, setting all the high scores. You know, I was I was the best back in the day, number one flash game player in the world. But there wasn't leaderboards back then, so you'll just have to <laughs> take my word for it. But, uh, yeah, and, and the real Slim Shady fueled me. As long as I was listening to that song, I was dominating them flash games. Uh, I don't I'm, – I'm sure there's some better ones out now, but I've moved on to, to bigger and better things Uh Call it something called PlayStation, but we we can talk about that another time. Okay, so Kyle stood up as soon as he started talking about this Slim Shady song. So I don't know if that's a reference to that or what's going on, or but but he's been standing. And we're going to ask him to sit back down so we can do the finish the interview. But um, you know, so so back then, you know, before you learned the joys of the internet, how did little Kyle Burchett talk to his little friends, and and how often were we able to even keep up with them back in the days with? Yeah, I guess you had to call him on the telephone. Is that right? Yeah, we had to call each other on the telephone. Uh, I, I'm actually the first person in my class that had a computer, I think, uh, and we didn't know how to talk to each other anyway. So we'd call <laughs> each other on the telephone. Uh, every time you'd call, it'd be busy um, because somebody's mom would be on the phone. And you really, if if you you really just talked to each other at school. Uh, you know, you seen each other five days a week, so so you could plan stuff. But uh, you would really have to set up a time like, hey, I'm going to call you on Saturday <laughs> at seven o'clock, and if the phone was busy or something, then you just assume something real bad had happened to him, and uh, you're never going to see him again. <laughs> so, so when did you start noticing like a shift in how you communicated? You know, with your friends, your family, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera? I would say about about middle school. Uh, I listened to last week's podcast and uh, Mr. Risenberg was talking about uh, MSN and that was, you know, sixth grade middle school. You could actually talk to each other without a phone after school. But, you know, that was on the <laughs> dial up Internet connection. Um, that, that was before the Wi-Fi uh, uh, Thurston was talking about. So uh, that was only one person at a time and you had to use your phone line. Uh, it's a little complicated, but um and it took you about six hours to log on, and after that, you could you could talk it up to everybody, just just like Nick was talking about. You get on the MSN, you make your username, you message each other back and forth. You could even you could even uh, keep logging off and logging back on if the girl you wanted to talk to didn't say anything. You could just log off and on <laughs> as many times as you want to, and just hey, let everybody know Kyle Burchett is on is on MSN now. So what was your what was your username? 
you know, I didn't have MSN too long. They they, they kicked me off there. <laughs> I think, I, to to uh, I, I think I hit the the quota of logins for a month. I was trying to get somebody's attention, and uh, I was too nervous to message them myself. So I was trying to get her to message me first, and they logged me off there. But I think it was King Kizzle. Now this 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 goes this goes way back. Uh, and that's that's also what I use now. So uh, I haven't been on the MSN lately, but uh, if you if you want to follow me on something else, that's that's what you'll type in. <laughs> so it seems to me that these usernames, and I think that Dylan a couple of weeks ago on Twitter called them handles. Everybody wanting to use names that ain't their own names. That's just a typical thing with the internet, right? Ain't nobody gonna use the real name, right? That way. Uh, like like you boys do, if you if you want to berate somebody on there, you can do so uh, without the uh, the threat of of a physical altercation after. Because sometimes, not often, but sometimes these people you're talking to on the internet, you can run into on real life. And uh, I'm not as tough in real life. That <laughs> Reprisal. Right, right. Uh, I I can talk trash all day on the internet though, as long as that screen's in between me and somebody else. Uh, I'm the I'm the toughest one there is. So you reckon that's pretty typical? Everyone wanting to be all brave and talking loud on the internet's. Oh yeah, uh, that's really what the internet's for. You just say all the stuff that you wouldn't say in real life. So uh, it it feels good, you know. You you get on there, you get on there, and you ran a little bit. Uh, especially at the celebrities, you just tell them what you really think about them because, uh, you know, they're not real people. You know, we all know that. So uh, they don't have feelings or anything. So I just, anytime I get mad, I just get on there and, and take it out on one of them. Uh, sports figures are my favorite. So you take it out on Matt Damon? <laughs> no, no, not, not so, not so much Matt Damon. I, I like to, I like to go over the retired people, the old ones, you know, <laughs> ones that I think I can beat now. So, uh, like Larry Bird, I love talking trash to Larry Bird because I say, Hey, you can't beat me in, in a full court sprint anymore, Larry. So you just shut up. <laughs> That's how Kyle, um, he was talking to me a little bit before the show. That's how he handles all his altercations. Oh, you want to do a full court sprint? We'll see who wins. But um, so you were talking a little bit earlier, like, you know, you used to communicate, you had, if somebody's on the phone, that was it, you know, hey, mom, get off the phone. No, I'll go back to my room. So what, what, what do you think the biggest change is now that you don't have to, um, you know, answer to your mom's whims about when you can talk to people? Well, I think the biggest difference is what we uh, hit on earlier. It's availability. So before, you know, at school, you'd say, hey, I'm going to call you Saturday, 7 o'clock. And nowadays, you can uh, you can get a hold of somebody anytime you want to. Uh, we've got multiple applications. If you guys know what that is, we'll talk about that earlier. People call them apps. But there's multiple apps on these smartphones. And really, you've got a lot of ways to communicate people. If you can't reach somebody one way, you can try another way. And I think that's the biggest difference is it's really 24-7. As long as somebody's got their phone somewhere near them and they ain't sleeping, uh, you can pretty much get a hold of them. There's no more busy busy signals or, or waiting for the dial-up internet six years for it to come on. You can really just talk to somebody as soon as you want to. And I think one of the first things you find out is you don't want to talk to people as much as you thought you did. <laughs> Now, I don't reckon that's too much different than the way things used to be. I mean, I could drive down the road and go talk to somebody, and if they don't want to answer the door, 
I could scream at the door. I could knock on the door. There's all sorts of these applications. I could throw rocks at their window. I could put a ladder up by and climb up into their window. I mean, I had all sorts of ways of doing it back in the day, too. Well, climbing in the window is a lot more romantic than sending a text message there. there. That's how I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but it's it's a lot simpler. Like uh, you don't need gasoline, and I don't know if you've uh, if you've checked the prices lately, but it's gone up. You know, uh, you can save a lot of money and a lot of time by getting one of these phones. I know you've got the computer; you can use that too. But but the phone, uh, I mean, you can you can sit anywhere you want to on the phone. You don't have to be at your computer station, you know, well, that's what we used to have. We used to have a computer room. Everybody had a living room, kitchen. You had a computer room. Now there's no such thing because the computer's in your hand. You just, you just go anywhere you want. So whether you're on the couch, uh, watching this big Super Bowl that's coming up or whether you're on your yard couch whittling, uh, you can talk to people wherever you're at. Right. And you can also say that like somebody living in Toronto, their windows just a stone's throw away now. Is that about right? That's that's about right. The technology, uh, especially as far as communication goes, has really has really shrunk the world. So, uh, you know, Thurston's got got the family out there, and 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 instead of driving over there, he can just call them because you know you don't want to go trudging through the swamp all the time. You know, you can. Well, I got my rotary. I mean, do I really need all this mess? <laughs> like these fellers in Toronto, you want me to talk to? I don't know them. I mean, what's what I got to say? Hey, feller, I'm Thurston. How are you? Like, what? what is it? Why? Well, it, it goes back to what we were saying earlier. The people you don't know, that's the people you want to be mean to on the Internet. You know, you've got some frustrations you need to take out. Uh, I like to pick the famous people, and if we're going Toronto, I like to uh, – I like to scream at Drake on the internet. And the way you do that is you use all caps. So if you're going to type to Drake, if you put it in all caps, he knows that you're yelling at him. So I'm trying, like like the last time I yelled at him, I'm trying to get him to have a concert here in good old Russell Springs, Kentucky. So I yelled at him, hey, Drake, why don't you do a concert? But I put it in all caps, and now I think we're going to get stuff done. He's going he's gonna to come on down here. So he knows to take it serious. Exactly. He knows you mean business. And uh, I think – over three exclamation points, you know, you do the exclamation mark. If you put more than three, then they really know you're yelling. That's like screaming at the top of your lungs. Right. So you, you touched on this just a little bit, but tell us some of the biggest upsides on being able to communicate with someone whenever the heck you want. But also tell us some of the downsides of anybody being able to find you and contact you whenever they want. All right. Well, the good thing about it is uh, for emergencies. You know, before, all you could do was call 911, and if you're doing something illegal, you can't really call them. So now you can call your <laughs> friends and have them come down there instead of spending the night in jail. Uh, or another good thing about it is you don't have to— So now you can break the law. Yeah, much easier to break the law. Uh, not that I do any of that stuff, uh, Mr. Officers, but you can break the law a lot easier. But you know, you got you still got to be careful with it. But but that's not the best thing about it. The best thing about communicating whenever you want to is just to uh, to, to to stay in touch with everybody. You know, not everybody lives in Toronto. Maybe they're a little closer, but you still can't go see them. So so you can uh, you can communicate whenever you want to set up plan stuff. I mean, that's how Teddy got me on this podcast. If if we had to. To send send a letter to me, I might not have ever got it, you know. But he just he just called me up, and I stopped what I was doing. I, I ran down here because I knew you boys needed an expert, and I knew there wasn't anybody that knew more than me. But like I said, not everything's great about it. Uh, 
sometimes people talk to you that you just don't want to talk to. And I think that's most of them. Uh, the biggest problem I have is people uh, that I used to know in high school trying to sell me stuff. Uh, so I don't appreciate that too much. You know, they, they, these entrepreneurs, they call themselves. But every time I turn around, I'm getting woke up by the phone, somebody trying to sell me some kind of pyramid scheme. I could use a pyramid scheme in my living room. Well, is that a bad thing? Well, I know what you're thinking. You're you're wanting them blueprints for a pyramid, but it ain't that cool. They're trying to they're trying to sell you stuff to make them money when really they're selling stuff too. It's real complicated. Uh, maybe you can have a podcast on it one day called Pyramid Schemes. But uh, pretty much they're they're just trying to they're just trying ship. And sometimes your old relationship flames back in middle school to sell you some body wash or some weight loss pills. And uh, that's mostly what I get. You know, people see me out town and then they try to hit me up for weight loss pills. It's obvious I ain't trying to lose weight. People. <laughs> and the body wash, I noticed that too. But anyhow, so a couple, couple weeks ago, we learned the term trolls and how they's bad and the worst thing about Twitter. Now, I've also heard the term haters do those exist on the internet and are they different than trolls and and an add on to that question i've heard of hate us and is there a difference there hate us well that's that's the term you use when you're writing them uh, rap lyrics which i'm going to follow me on king kizzle for all the latest tracks uh (laughs) but anyway uh trolls are a real thing and and uh, just like a troll in real life i think i seen one last week but anyway just like a troll in real life that wait under the bridge for you to cross these people wait online for you to post something so as soon as you post it they can get on there and try to uh try to make you mad and and they do that in different ways maybe they make fun of you maybe they say that idea is stupid mostly they just disagree with you even if in real life they do agree, what they're trying to do is just to make you mad. They're trying to get a rise out of you. So so like me, I like ice cream sandwiches. If Tuck was to get a Twitter and he posts how awesome ice cream sandwiches are, I happen to agree. But since I'm a troll on the internet, I'll say, you know what, Tuck? Ice cream sandwiches suck. Hashtag garbage. And, <laughs> and, and that would make Tuck really mad. And uh, I'm angry right now. And and even though he's really mad, he's going to type back to me, and that's exactly what I want. I want to start one of these internet arguments because <clears throat> I have no life, and that makes me happy. So even though I'm sitting there eating an ice cream sandwich, typing in response to him, uh, I'm really just tricking him into arguing with me on the internet. And, and, that's, and that's one of uh, my favorite things to do if I am a troll. So it ain't really about what you're saying. It's just really about making the person feel bad. All right, so if I'm loving on the ice cream sandwiches and then you come through and say you hate ice cream sandwiches, that makes you a hater. But if you were to come through and say you also love ice cream sandwiches, would we call you a lover? Well, that ain't exactly how it works. I'll, I'll try to explain it like this. Every troll is a hater, but not every hater is a troll. See, some people just keep it to themselves. You know, some people that are haters, they just talk in amongst themselves about how bad ice cream sandwiches are. And the trolls, they just can't wait to post it on the internet. So the trolls are always on the internet hating, but the haters aren't always on the internet trolling. You know what I'm saying, Thurston? <laughs> no, nah, but we go right, right ahead. <laughs> yeah, let's move on from trolls to ghosts. Uh, it seems like ghosts have become a lot more prevalent these days. 
Can you tell us about this ghosting going on and how technology has made that possible? Yeah, well, when you say ghost, I automatically think of Snapchat. And that's what I do to people on Snapchat all the time. I ghost them. And what that (laughs) means is uh, somebody's trying to talk to you and uh, you just don't say anything back. Maybe you've replied a couple times and then you quit. Uh, If you're like me, you just never reply in the first place. And that's known as ghosting uh, because it's like you're not even there. So, uh, So it's not as scary as it sounds. Well, unless you're getting ghosted. I guess that's pretty scary. Well, it is kind of scary, you know. It's it seems to happen to me quite a lot. Uh, every time I try to talk to a female on the Snapchat, it seems like I get ghosted. But you know, I don't take it too hard because that is their logo. Um, and it seems like you've been dealing with that a lot since since your early days with AOL Messenger, logging in, logging out, logging in, logging out, trying to get a girl to talk to you. Nothing's changed in that that aspect of communication. Well, no, because now, now I'm I'm just getting ghosted on on different platforms, Tuck. See, it took me a while to figure out the Snapchat. Uh, it's changed a lot over the years. Uh, when I first got on there, I thought you just took videos of each other snapping and you sent them back and forth. Turns out that's not what it is at all. You just talk to each other and post <laughs> funny videos and and pictures. And Snapchat does all kinds of things now. You can pay for things on Snapchat. Uh, Snapchat's got a lot of of filters. For your pictures, you can do all kinds of stuff on there, but I mostly use it to get rejected by females. <laughs> well, I'm glad you give us that word ghosting because I reckon that's what I'm going to say is probably what happened to my great aunt Gloria back in the mid to late 1960s. She vanished from the family. We didn't hear nothing from her, but apparently she ran out to Death Valley and fell in with some sweet talking, good looking failed musician who was really into worshiping Beatles music. Anyway, we heard a little bit about it later on on the trial we saw on TV. We didn't see her on there, but we seen that feller. Thoughts? <laughs> see, this this would have never happened if she had been communicating in the digital age because she could have just picked somebody else up. There's all kinds of stuff. There, there's this thing called Tinder where you can talk to just people around you. And uh, I haven't been on there yet because I'm too uh, too caught up in the Snapchat. But I think you just get on there and you just meet up with people and you listen to music. I think that's what everybody's wanting on there anyway. Uh, but you just match with each other. And if she would have had that, she'd have found plenty of people in the, in the desert. Yeah, okay. Well, I feel like you're kind of stepping on some of our future episodes maybe. We're probably going to have one on Snapchat and maybe on Tinder, right? When it's time to learn about them. Yeah, I think we definitely will, but this is a pretty broad subject we're talking about, so we can jump in here and then jump in there to that other one, and I I don't think he's going to step on too many toes. Well, see, he ain't standing right here in front of me. We're talking over the digital, so I thought I was supposed to be angry and a little more aggressive. Well, he is standing up again, so we'll have him sit back down. Um, You know, he's not the real Slim Shady, Uh, but... but, um, Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was picking between one or two questions I was going to ask him. I thought you was going to pick between your teeth. I do that a minute ago. <laughs> All right, I settled on one. I heard these days on texting and messaging that you can actually see when someone reads a message. Uh, how, how do you even go about avoiding someone when technology is rat- ratting you out like that? How do you even ghost somebody? Well, Tuck, those are called read receipts. 
um, if you have your read receipts on, then people can see when you've read the text message. To be honest with you, I don't even know how to turn them on. By default, they're off. And I'm not really sure why you would want them on. Um, that just, like you, like you said, it just it tells somebody exactly when you see it. Uh, I guess it could help if there are some trust issues in your relationship. But there's ways around that, too, you know. Uh, you could uh, just just leave, leave it on, on the home screen. You get an alert when you get a text message. And it's right, and it's right there on the front of the phone on the home screen. You could just clear that off, and uh, it won't even register on the read receipts. So uh, there is ways around the read receipts. I, I I can't really tell you why anyone would want them on there. Maybe for tax purposes. Yeah, maybe maybe the the, the IRS might crack down on the read receipts here soon, uh, especially when they send you a message. They want to know when you've read it. Um, but I don't want to talk about them too much because we don't have a great relationship. So. You've been talking about a lot of this internet talking stuff, but you ain't once mentioned uh, chat rooms. Uh, I, I kind of fell into one the other day at the library. All these ladies on there talking about having like little babies and these little carriers that they use in and all these good baby bottles and posting these sweet little pictures of the babies and oh, look at the cheeks and all this. And I was just kind of sitting there looking at them and I was like, you know, Y'all's kind of boring me. Can we talk about something else? I got a new tractor. <laughs> Can we talk about my new goats I picked up? And like, and they just got mad at me. And I seen some of them exclamation points, and they's all fussing. And I was just like, look, I'm bored. Can we change the subject? Can you explain to me how this is working? Well, it sounds like to me, uh, Thurston, that you found yourself in a forum. See, chat rooms and forums are, are they're, they're sort of the same, but they're a little different. See, chat rooms are kind of like we were talking about earlier, that, that instant messenger, uh, the MSN or AOL instant messenger. It's kind of like that, but instead of talking to people you know, you just hop in there with a bunch of strangers. You just go in there and cut it up with a bunch of strangers. Who knows what you're going to talk about? Now, these forums, they're a little more specific. So where you was wanting to talk about the goats, they was wanting to talk about the babies. If you'd have paid a little more attention, each forum has a topic. So you go into the forum, you choose your topic, and then you talk about whatever said topic is. Now, I'm sure there's plenty of goat forums out there, but you happen to stumble upon the wrong forum where they were talking about the babies. Now, you gotta you gotta post on there. You can you can post all kinds of stuff, whatever you want in there. But somebody might kick you out. So there's uh, administrators uh, of these forums, and if you start talking about goats in a baby forum, they're probably going to ask you to leave. Well, I was kind of wondering what happened there, but thanks for clearing that up. So, like, not even I would enjoy talking about goats all day. Are you telling me these ladies going to sit there and talk babies? Like, forevers? Yeah, 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 forever. Uh, there's probably oh, even oh. a general baby discussion, and there's probably more specific topics, like diapers, toys, oh. food, hair color. I mean, it, it, because because I've heard that blonde-headed babies are different than brown-headed babies. Now, I don't know because I've not had one. Did uh, you grow up in Nazi Germany? <laughs> I, 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 did, I did not, but I, I heard it was wonderful over there. Uh, I didn't stick around in, in history class too long, but it seemed cool to me. Okay. So it seems like trying to group people together is a thing the Internet does. All the baby lovers go to this spot, all the yellow-headed baby lovers step right over there it's like on twitter we learned a couple of weeks ago there's like nba twitter and 
EPA, Twitter, IRS, Twitter, all that different stuff. <laughs> the the big three. Yeah, so you put them by everyone in the group they want to talk about. Okay, I'm, fe- I'm with you. And I actually saw, I found myself in one of them GOAT forums, um, and they were kind of debating who was the best GOAT. You know, is it MJ? Is it Braun? You know, the names of these GOATs. Um, and it seems like... How the, do you know if you ain't seen them? It seems like the old people, you know, they saw MJ, and they grew up with that, so they thought he was the GOAT. And then this other GOAT, named Braun, it seemed like the younger people were like, well, he's a more all-around goat. You know, he can eat I, trash. He can eat grass. <laughs> All the other kinds of... <laughs> well, I feel like some of my goats could be up there with these. I'd love to enter mine into them conversations. I'm going to go looking for it. And what's the name of your goat again? I got them long neck ones, remember? <laughs> That's unique. <laughs> That did not answer my question at all, but it's okay. I thought his maybe... name's Truggles, my favorite one. I don't know. I thought you were gonna say like Bill Russell, the goat. <laughs> it's no, okay. He's Truggles. He's Truggles, the best goat there is. Okay, um, so I'll get out of the goat discussion. But it seems like without being able to communicate, you know, face to face and whatnot, seems like it'd be real easy to offend a feller. Uh, how often do you run into something like that, and how do you avoid it? Well, I think... Facial cues are important. <laughs> they, they are. Unfortunately, uh, on most uh these these applications, you don't get to see someone's face. So, uh, did your mom ever tell you it's not what you, say, what you say, it's how you say it? No, but she did not tell me a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that, it's kind of the same way on the internet. It's not really what you're saying, but how you type it. So, uh, like I said, you type something in all caps, people going to take it a little bit more aggressive than if you was to, uh, to, to put it in lowercase. Also, um, if you use broken English, uh, some of, some, some people call it a, a text language. If you use some of this broken English, people, people aren't going to take you as serious because they might think you're a little dumb. Uh, however, if you write much, much like I do, uh, very eloquently and, and like, like a poet, then people, uh, think that you're smart on there and you can really trick some people even if you're not uh but but the way the way you, you like tricking your way onto a podcast and saying you're an expert in communication just as a random example yeah yeah just <laughs> just hypothetically that's that's something you would do um but but really it, you got to watch how you type stuff to not offend people um turns out most of the time on the internet that's exactly what you're trying to do so uh <laughs> If you're anything like me, you don't have to be too careful unless you're communicating with uh, y- your family on on something on something like Facebook. I know you guys don't know what that is yet, but hopefully in a, in a future episode you, you can cover that. I, I think you'll like it. But uh, you know, if you're on something like that, you want to take it a little bit easier than you would on on something like Reddit or, or Twitter. Right. So what so, I got out of that is, if you want to be taken seriously, type in all caps, listeners. Every time. Right. So you talking about offending people or not trying to offend people? I mean, I still feel like if I'm just going to talk to somebody and I want to offend them, I still know how to do it. You step on their shoe, kick them in the shin, slap them across the face. They know what you're coming from. You ain't got to worry about all this misreading and surprising. If I didn't slap you, then I'm not insulting you. And if I do, then I did. (laughs) Makes sense. Easy enough. Well, see, when you're not in Krillsboro, Thurston, 
you've got to do it like that because uh, this type of insult you're talking about, uh, they won't let you go home that night. You gotta you gotta stay at the at the jailhouse with all the jailbirds if you if you be kicking people in the shins and stuff. So um, we're talking about the kind of insulting where you can uh, go home and and still and still watch the TV and not have to stare at the ceiling on an uncomfortable bed. Well, I gotta say, in my life, I've not done a whole lot of insulting, but I've done some, and I can only think of a couple nights I wasn't allowed to stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> he he's speechless after that, Thurston. Well, um, speaking of speechless, uh, we should probably move on to our lightning round. Unless you got something that's going to be real informational or real funny. You asking me? <laughs> I'll take that as a no, and we can move on to a lightning round where we fire a bunch of questions at you real quick, like Kyle, and then you answer them even back, even quicker. Okay. You got that? I'm ready. All right. <clears throat> so, how different? Oh, and we usually stipulate like one sentence, but everybody okay. so far has done more than one sentence every time, so mm-hmm. don't that's really matter. Do we need our break today or no? That's always after the lightning round, Thurston. Now, wait. Hold on. Last week, we had an argument about this, and I said it was called a lightning round. You kept saying it's called rapid fire. Are you changing it now? <laughs> You got that completely opposite. What? <laughs> and that is completely wrong. Uh, it's a good thing it's recorded and we can just go back and reference it, you know, just last week. Well, that's how I remember it, but you're saying it's now called rapid fire. <laughs> right. So not only do you want to take a break right now, but you also wanted to just point out that I thought it was a rapid fire last week, even though it was you that thought it was rapid fire last week. So which one is it? It is a lightning round. Lightning. Okay, I'm writing it down. Right now it is a molasses round. Because we're five minutes in and zero questions. So write that down too. All right, who's asking first? Well, you just asked one. And the answer's me. So how different would you be as a person uh, if you had grown up and this was all you knew? If you grew up in the internet age? If I grew up in the internet age and, and this is all I knew, I probably couldn't talk to people face-to-face as, as well as I do now. Like, I couldn't interview as well as I have eloquently done on this podcast. And I probably would just uh, have texted my answers in instead. So, do you lie more often on the internet or in person? Definitely in person, Thurston. On the internet, you can just ghost them. You don't have to respond at all. But in person, you have got to tell them something quick and something that gives you no obligations to be anywhere doing anything. So, yes. I- One sentence or less. <laughs> <laughs> so, on average, how often uh, do you think you spend a day talking to somebody in one way or another? And uh, what would you say that number was before you had a bunch of different ways to do it? I spend about eight hours on Twitter. Six hours on Facebook. Before that, uh, I wouldn't have talked to nobody except uh, the people in my class. So, uh, eight hours versus whatever that math is on those two numbers added up. Uh, can you be friends with someone you ain't never met? Absolutely. You just hit the follow button or add friend on Facebook. I actually have more friends I've never met than people I actually know. I think he meant literally, but it's a lightning round. So, we he can go back to so, uh, communicating with new people online, uh, death wish or just the most irresponsible thing you could possibly do? 
I would have to go with irresponsible. Why will the internet surely lead to the fall of mankind? Uh, because uh, people are posting things online that they shouldn't. Hopefully not the nuclear codes. Would you like an autocorrect function in your everyday life, and why or why not? No, because I duck and hate it. <laughs> okay, so in the real world, we ain't got to worry about trolls or ghosts or any of that. But when you go online, you got to worry about all these scary things. So why go on there and not just stay here? You got to uh, get you a pop-up blocker and virus protection. And it's kind of it's kind of like a bubble. You just go running through the internet, being as protected as you can. If you had to pick one means of communicating with people the rest of your life, and that's all you could use, what would you pick? I'd have to pick Twitter. When will we stop needing our voices? And when that happens, will we spell better? Uh, we already don't need our voices. Uh, we can just type it in, and it's called text-to-speech. You type something, they'll read it back to you. Uh, if you're as lazy as I am, you don't really have to open your mouth any longer. So you can you can now literally see when someone's typing back a response to what you just said. How many seconds do those little three dots have to be blinking before you start getting nervous? For me, it's usually about five seconds. Um and those three dots are usually go about that long if I ask, uh, are you coming or not? How much of your talking, percentage-wise, would you say you do digitally? Probably about 70% of it. Um, I'm kind of shy person to person, but uh, like I said, I talk tough on the Internet, and I'm, I'm pretty brave when it comes to asking questions. Name all the different means of communication you have used in the past week. In the past week, I have used Facebook Messenger, Twitter, Instagram. I think that's it. You've used your voice. Is yeah. there a happy place on the internet where everybody is happy and friendly? Um, you know, before I had an account, I used to think that was Twitter. Uh, now, I would have to say... I'd have to, I'd have to say those forums, the goat forums, and specifically, everybody seems pretty happy on the goat forums. Last time I was on there, anyway. You were real wrong about Twitter. Uh, how, how different is it talking to your parents now that old people know about technology? Uh, we use a lot more emojis than we used to. I don't know if y'all <laughs> had a show on that, but you really don't have to type any words at all. Uh, now the the older generation has a kind of some trouble with that, but uh, if you know how to do it, you don't even have to use a word. You don't have to type a single letter. So right now, we are talking about talking to people. So how worried are you that this is actually a scene from one of these mind-blowing or confusing uh, Hollywood blockbusters that leaves you riddled with questions and confused? Paradox style. Well, this is sort of kind of communication inception, so I am a little confused as it is. But uh, I, I'll I'll just keep on uh, keep on a texting and a tweeting, and uh, we'll see where it takes us. What's the biggest no no when it comes to communicating digitally? And I do not mean like sending nudes or anything that despicable people do. I just mean normal people. What should they avoid doing? Um, I think you should uh, avoid. 
making uh, making plans that that you are, that you don't necessarily plan on uh, following through or following through with because see back in the old days you could say oh yeah we'll, we'll, we'll go to the movies together and then be like you know i forgot I, I don't think we ever said that and now there's a thing called screenshotting to where uh the evidence is there and you can't really dispute it because they've got a picture of it if you could physically enter your body into the internet would you do it that sounds kind of like The Matrix to me, and I love that movie. So as long as I'm Neo, I'm there. I was thinking Ralph wrecks the internet, but uh, <clears throat> so is it easier to live now or went back when there was no technology, and why or why not? I think it's easier to live now because uh, I've got a lot of conveniences uh, on my phone and. Uh, conveniences at home too you know they've got smart refrigerators washers and dryers we don't have to go to the creek anymore to wash our slacks uh we can do that right here at home and with a computer screen i think it'll even play you some spotify while you're doing the laundry so i would have to pick now if i had to go back then i don't know that i could make it so the other day i visited old man wiggins's house and it is an absolute pigsty like i mean inside is a literal pigsty and all he's doing is sitting on his computer playing that little game where you use the mouse and there's all these little blocks and cubes and you click them and numbers pop up and sometimes you hitting the button and sometimes you put flags on it he's doing it for hours and hours instead of cleaning his house do you reckon i can blame the internet for this yeah i, I mean some people can get addicted uh, I'm sure the one he's using to play games isn't the only mouse in his house, if it's like that. But, uh, yeah, you can definitely take it overboard. And uh, I, I haven't been one to do that, but uh, people can. I've heard of people getting divorces over the Internet, some people playing games too long, some people t- wives. I mean, it's a real epidemic, especially some of the younger people. We can't get them away from their telephones or the computer, but I, I think with enough uh, education and guidance, we can uh, learn when to sit the technology down. All right, so that does it for our lightning round. Um, I'd like to thank Kyle, because he, he learned real good in school, because he was restating all them questions, making them complete sentences. I like that. So uh, we're getting ready to take us a break here. And uh, we'll be right back. You know, we'll be playing this fun game called Listicle. Uh, and then we'll also answer listener questions. So why don't you go ahead and play us to the break, Thurston? Oh, all right. I'm ready. All righty. So we're back. And uh, next up on our agenda is a. Uh, Playing a game called Listicle. So the way this works is uh, I'm going to take one of these articles that's just a list, uh, read the description of each entry, but blank out the main word. So And then using context clues, y'all got to figure out the word I blanked out. So since this is the first time we're playing this, I'll give you guys an example. Oh, Also important to know is the name of this article uh, is Cute Cheap Things to Get You Through the Month of February. So that'll be the answer to all of these. So, so the first example would be like a blank. It's so tiny. Make an egg in it, or a single serve skillet cookie. And the answer to that blank is a tiny pan. So you guys get it? 
So what I'm hearing is, even though you're saying blank, I ain't supposed to be coming in with no profane language. No, no. These are all family-friendly, cute, cheap things to get you through the month of February. Right. Okay, so so the we'll start with Thurston. And uh, he'll do one. Kyle will do one. Thurston will do one. Kyle will do one. And then by the end of 10 total ones, we'll see who's had the most. All right. <laughs> so a blank so you can remind everyone you, you meet that <clears throat> a blank so you can remind everyone you meet that the worst part about prison is the dementors. Um, I'm going to say one of them Harry Potter whistles. Didn't I see one of them? You may have saw one, but that is not the answer. It's actually a prison mic pin that you put on your lapel. Prison mic from the, the office. From my good friend from high school, Michael Scott. So, so Kyle's up next. So it's a blank that'll only help you out with making sweet treats. No spikes in sight. I'm going to have to go with a cookie cutter. Oh my gosh, that is pretty close. <laughs> I'm going to give him a point for that, uh, even though it's a cactus cookie cutter. So these all have adjectives, but I'm going to give you that because I didn't think you'd get that at all. So that's where the no spikes in sight come, in, come about. So it's one to nothing, Kyle, and that may be the final score. <laughs> so, <laughs> so next up's uh, Thurston. A blank to cast Beautificus Totalus on all your eye looks. I think it's one of them mirrors you look in. It says, who is the uh, the best looking of them all? And it always tells you someone that ain't you. That is wrong. Uh, your first answer was actually closer. It's a set of Harry Potter makeup brushes. <laughs> so it's funny that you said Harry Potter for the first one, but not the second one. So, uh, Kyle, you're up next. A blank that'll make even your most boring list and memos pretty doggone fun. I would have to say one of them fancy highlighters. Not the typical yellow one, but it's fun. So, you know, like a green one or a blue one. That is wrong. It is. (laughs) And remember, these are specific things, you know, pretty doggone fun. It's a set of puppy pencils. So be looking for top context clues. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the whole point of the game. All right. So a <clears throat> Thurston, you're up next. A blank because you shouldn't have to choose between having warm ears and your tunes. That's three Zs at the end. I'm going to say a B-themed earmuff. <laughs> Ooh, that's a no on that one. <laughs> it is a pair of earmuff headphones. So the tunes would make you go to sleep. That's the three Z's, not the buzz. And you don't have to choose between having warm ears and hearing stuff. So earmuff headphones. All right. One to zero still, just to remind you guys. <laughs> uh, so Kyle, a blank to remind you to go get that bread. And this guy won't ever go stale. I'm going to have to say an alarm clock bread fresher. 
So you've caught on that there are, <laughs> that it is a bread thing. But, uh, and I don't know how you'd actually get this from the context clues, so this was a bad one, but <laughs> it's a loaf plushie. <laughs> they didn't say anything about the shower or anything, but that's what it is. <laughs> so, uh, next up is Thurston, a blank that'll keep your tomatoes and herbs hydrated with his helpful trunk. And look at his googly eyes. And there's a picture of it, but you can't see that. An elephant watering spigot. It's elephant water and can, but I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> it's it's one to one. Yeah. This game is going real well. So <clears throat> next up, we got a blank to keep your surfaces pristine and show off your love of vintage tunes at the same time. I'm going to have to go with one of them high technology uh, Wi-Fi enabled Mr. Clean cans. That's a very specific guess, and it is way off. <laughs> it's just a set of record coasters, you know? <laughs> I get where you're coming from, though. I mean, but no, it's not. It's just a set of record coasters. So <laughs> so this one is a blank that'll remove all the annoying little crumbs from any space. Is it one of them little air cans you're supposed to use on your keyboards? I heard something about that last week. It is not. It is a cow vacuum because you remove all the annoying little crumbs. <laughs> so that's a cute, cheap thing you can get <laughs> to remove all the annoying little crumbs. A cow vacuum. <clears throat> all right, so next up. This is the final one. So if you get this, Kyle, you will win. If you do not get this, we I do have a bonus thing, but we'll get to that if we get to it. So here we go, Kyle. A blank that'll make you feel like the Triceratops whenever you wear it. I'm going to have to go with... This is a lot of pressure. And this, everything is riding on this. So make sure it's the right answer. I have to go with a dinosaur windbreaker. Oh! That was pretty close. But it's actually a dinosaur necklace. Ah. You got one of the words right. <laughs> but that is not count. I was going to say one of them dinosaur adult pajamas people wear with the footies. That also would have been wrong. <laughs> Thank you for interjecting that, Thurston. <laughs> so so the the next thing is, all right, I'm going to read like I've been doing, but you'll each have a chance to make up whatever it is. And it's not whether you get it right, but if it's the most imaginative or creative, uh, and I'll be the judge of this, that's, that's who I'm going to give it to. <laughs> so... Use context clues, you know, the bread, the loaf plushie, that kind of stuff. You've been getting it. All right. <clears throat> so a blank that'll provide a nice warm glow to any room in any color of the rainbow. Plus, they're soft enough to deal with being knocked around. I'm going to say a lava lamp plushie. 
Okay. Kyle, what do you have? I'm going to go with just a plain old lava lamp. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Thurston went first. He said a lava lamp plushie that will provide a nice warm glow to any room in any color of the rainbow. (laughs) Plus, they're soft enough to deal with being knocked around. Kyle said... A lava lamp that'll provide a nice warm glow to any room in any color of the rainbow. That's good. That makes sense. He forgot, though. Plus, they're soft enough to deal with being knocked around, which a lava lamp is not. Can I change my answer to a padded lava lamp? (laughs) Isn't that what I said? (laughs) Okay, this game's getting out of control. You both lose. (laughs) Tad Bernie Kyle. You were going to tie, but actually you just both lose. Because that was that did not go the way I thought it was going to go. Well, what was the answer? The answer was a kitty nightlight. That's so close. I actually don't know why those are soft enough to deal with being knocked around either. So that the actual answer wasn't even very good. So the author of this listicle will actually lose as well. It's a three-way lose. Um, but that's listicle. It's probably the last time you'll ever hear that game. Uh, <laughs> so, so we're done with that. But let's uh, reach into the email bag and grab us a question. Uh, so today's question comes from us, comes to us from Leonard Boyle in Minnetonka, Minnesota. Leonard writes, "What made you guys decide to want to try and learn about the internet? What's so great about it?" Thanks, Lenny. So, Kyle, you can only answer the second part of this, but what do you think makes the Internet so great? I just think it makes it great because everybody can come together, share their knowledge and experiences, and uh, really either get, either get to know each other or help each other out. You know, that's, that's what the Internet's all about, just helping and ignoring each other. <laughs> so the Internet's all about helping and ignoring each other. Um. Okay, Thurston. So, so you can take a, a crack at what's so great about the internet as well. But uh, do you want to try to share what why you decided you want to try and learn about the internet? Well, to be honest, it was probably mostly for that sweet, sweet cash. We got this deal. Hey, if you talk about you know internet and trying to learn it, and if you actually learn something yourself, you might make a little bit of money out of it. That's really what Thurston's after. Uh, as far as it, uh being great i don't even know yet we've only learned a couple things seemed like a lot of like i was saying earlier you know trolls and ghosts and scary stuff going on so i'm not sure how i feel about it yet but as soon as i find that wi-fi around my house i'll let you know all right you know this is a great question except for the part where we are trying to learn about what makes it so great so we don't actually know that part other than that it's a pretty good question um i've got to say yes the sweet sweet cash is very nice you know you just heard about anchor and how well, really how I love it, uh, and Thurston wasn't allowed to be in that ad for uh, logistical reasons. But uh, so, so I really get in the sweet, sweet cash from that ad. But uh, I've, got, I've got to say that the main reason is uh, that I'm just a great thinker of things who loves to learn about stuff. You know, I, I still subscribe to Nintendo Power Magazine just to try to get some 
cheat codes and to to beat Super Mario too. Um, you know, I, I like taking long walks on the beach, and then I look at all them seashells and just think, man, where did all that stuff come from? So, so I think that um, that should answer the first question. You know, sweet, sweet cash, just learning about stuff. Just a couple great minds wrapping our ma- mind. <laughs> just a couple of great minds wrapping our minds around some interesting junk. Um, so, th- thanks for that question, Lenny, and and thanks for not saying that you hate the show like our last writer did. Uh, but uh, so so that's that's the end of the show, pretty much. But you can follow us on Twitter at Sweet Tea Boys. You just slide in them DMs, and if you want, and ask us an email bad question. And also, as you heard at the top of the show, uh, if you rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts, we will shout you out at the end of each pod by berating and humiliating your, your Apple username. I know that Judy Cat RN, she got toasted. So, <laughs> so uh, if if you want your Apple username read on a not widely listened to podcast, this is your chance. Uh, but Kyle, uh, here's your time to tell us about the fun and exciting stuff you got going on the internet. Uh, you mentioned that, you know, you, your Twitter is at King underscore Kizzle or whatever we said earlier. Is there anything else you want to tell us about? Nope. That's, that's my only plug I got right there. It's a K I N G underscore K I Z L E. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, follow me on Snapchat. Uh, just don't try to contact me on Facebook where all my family can see. So you heard it there. Um, so Kyle, this is the part where we uh, give our guests a chance to give us some parting words. What do you got? Well, I'm so glad. I-